Dear, dear friend, uh, tell me about this religious group. We'll call them called the Seekers. Are y'all familiar with these people? I feel like I've heard it before, but I don't know. I do not know them. No. So uh, the Seekers are kind of uh, they're rapturous. Um, they're also known as the Brotherhood of the Seven Rays. Oh my gosh! Um, they're a group of rapturous, um, and it's kind of a UFO centric religion. Mm. Um, it started in the Midwest um, by someone named Charles Lawhead. I don't know if that's pronounced. Probably not pronounced correctly. Um, but in particular, what I'm going to talk about is a group that's led by this woman named Dorothy Martin in the Chicago area. Um, and <laughs> she basically got to this point because like, she kind of was like, oh, aliens are speaking to me telepathically from heaven or whatever. <laughs> Um, basically saying that on December 21st uh, in 1954 that a UFO was going to come and save them before the end of the earth. Um, <laughs> and as uh, December 21st came and went, yeah. they were just like, well, no, actually, it's going to be on Christmas Eve and we should sing carols to get the aliens to come and find us. So basically, they kept like night after night singing carols. Um, and annoying the fuck out of their like neighbors and shit. Like they just all night were like singing up until the 24th or whatever. And it was Christmas carols. Christmas carols. Okay. Yes. You know. For the aliens. For the, the aliens, aliens. Who definitely celebrate Christmas, mm-hmm. a human Christian holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, who obviously speak the king's English. <laughs> um, you know, Jesus is English. Yeah, you know. I <laughs> know. <laughs> Jesus is English. <laughs> um but it got to the point where basically the you know the neighbors were complaining but nothing was happening and they were just like they just started ignoring it um this was relevant to some conversation i was having in therapy i can't remember now um but obviously no aliens came yeah um you know and a lot of people left the group though some people stayed um i am not totally sure about this one snippet but i was reading through this and uh this is this whole incident is where they got the term cognitive dissonance from oh shit because like you know so cool the why that is is like you know you had the people who still stayed even though the the reality is no aliens came to rescue them right but like they did the mental gymnastics yeah so like the reality and their like emotional brain or like butting heads and that's like they just can't see the facts exactly and so they like bend to those rules and so like cognitive dissonance Mm -hmm. um which i thought was really cool like but yeah um (laughs) i just thought it was really kind of funny and sweet it's just like it's a it's a christmas alien story i know it's not christmas it's like april but like it was something uh dr c was like you're welcome. I was like, thank you. I do appreciate this. Thank you for this gift. <laughs> One of my longstanding jokes with my partner is uh, how Christmas carols are 
they're far more um, pagan than we give them credit for. Oh, yeah. And uh, my favorite is to sing one in particular with like a very like scary voice where I'm just like, Don, we now are gay apparel. Oh, God. Join the ancient Yule died Carol. <laughs> you sound like you sound like a like a, a possessed king off Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah, shit. I usually go a lot louder with it, but I felt like I would be kind to our listeners since we're yeah. known for making terrible sounds on this podcast. We, we are oh. known for that. We love to abuse the the audio medium mm-hmm. uh, a little bit. Were you going to say something? No, I was oh. just like, oh, sorry. Oh no, I mean we're all guilty of it. Yeah, and. Uh, I have this to say to the listeners. Better get used to it. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it ain't gonna because them going, sloppy sounds are coming back. It ain't gonna change. We get some, some sloppy. This is who we are. This is who we are. I I was recently having a conversation about like faking orgasms mm. um the other day and just like <laughs> listening to everyone. I used to do that a lot. Did you all fake orgasms? Yeah. Um. I have, but not a lot. Oh, I wouldn't say I a lot. To, I used to do it a lot, a lot, <laughs> but now yeah. I don't have to. Which yeah, is nice. yeah. I've definitely had nice. to have done it too, and that was not a lot, but I have. Yeah, I always get it really in my head. Yeah, and then there's sometimes where it's like it just ain't working. Yeah, there was one time I felt really bad, but like I I couldn't even fake it. I was just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Went to bed. <laughs> I it's a long story. So I this is actually something I talk about a lot with my partner, um, Siri. I guess I can just say that now. Um uh because like in the industry, obviously um not being able to come can be problematic. Like it's it's yeah, your yeah. job and a lot of times like big companies want that shot. Like it's super important. True, but it has to be on their schedule as well yeah so like one of the things i i think most there's a lot of people out there with penises who are like oh i could do porn um but it's it's a lot more complicated than most people realize like having someone stand next to you and be like okay come in 15 (laughs) where you're just like what come in 15 seconds yes business Um, daddy yeah (laughs) which i there are people out there who that is how they get off is someone giving them a countdown which is wild to me wow that's like a whole thing um yeah but uh you know like a little rocket ship (laughs) not not (laughs) five four four, three um oh my god i wonder if anybody's ever masturbated to that Oh, yes. Last off. Oh, if they if they can't come, Houston, there's a problem. Oh, waka God. waka. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, on my, I'm on my bullshit today. Yeah. I feel like, what is this, two episodes in a row where you've hurt me more than I've hurt you? Um, <laughs> there's still plenty of episodes. <laughs> um, uh, shit. Oh, just the idea that, like, uh, not being able to keep an erection or come mm-hmm. is... is it's a thing that everyone has to face at some point yeah. if they're working in the industry um, because there could be a just enormous amounts of reasons, partially just that it's a schedule. So you've showed up for an event. You have no idea what this person just went through that day or yesterday um, and they're trying to do their job, but their job does require a certain level of like compartmentalization and focus. Mm. Um, or it could just be that it's just one of those days you're tired and you just don't have the energy for it. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but like, I wish culturally we could get to a point where 
it would be accepted, not just because it's like the right thing to do, but because it is 100% normal Yeah, for it, there to just be occasions in which it just doesn't, it just doesn't do what you want it to do. Yeah. And it doesn't have anything to do with a partner, or at least it most of the time doesn't have anything to do with a partner. It's just natural. Yeah. It's totally normal. It's not a sign of end of times. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's not as big of a deal as I think people make it out to be. Yeah. I don't think of it as a big deal these days because there's definitely times where I just can't. And but like, luckily, I don't have to like fake it. It's just like, sorry. Yeah. Womp, womp. But usually my spouse is like, that's fine. I got mine. I'm like, yeah. There, <laughs> yeah, you, there no, you go. I, you, I, I got mine. It's just like, fair <laughs> enough. Good night. That's <laughs> where the other person's just already on their back, like, well, <laughs> too bad. Yeah. <laughs> sucks. That sucks. Well, sucks for you. Well, oh, man. <laughs> well, see you in the morning, I guess. Mm. No. Um, <laughs> Oh. So about them, about them, their cryptids. <laughs> <laughs> Someone feeling uh, embarrassed over there? No. Burr. Look, I, I have faked orgasms and I've done it with a condom on where I have faked it and then just like gotten rid of the condom real fast. Yeah, that's what you do when you got a penis. Yeah. So you're just like, oh, it's so full. And you put yeah. it Yeah, yeah. And it, I will say the only times I have ever faked it it was with a partner where I was like, this is not fun. Like this is mm. no longer enjoyable for me. Mm. I don't want to do this anymore. And it's like, ah, like they're not a bad person. So I don't want to just like hurt them. Okay. But they're just bad at sex. Oh, like yeah. uncomfortable or they are just into something that I just can't get into. And it's not working for me. Like farting that cake, baby. And you're like, ah, oh. now I could move past that. <laughs> what, what the fuck? thing is it that you're like that's not for me but fart in a cake Penis is like gloves. i feel like if somebody <laughs> farted on a cake in front of me i'd be like i don't know why they're doing this but it's not stopping me <laughs> there's a difference between being not being like turned off by something and just not being not adding to your arousal right it's just existing oh, on a okay. flat plane just like, <laughs> and for me it would just be like oh, that's weird but I also like to make jokes while I'm having sex and be very silly. And yeah, I like there's not a whole lot that throws me off my game, which is good because Siri constantly just says nonsense in the middle of sex. <laughs> um, Are we ready? Yeah. OK. Well, hello. Welcome to Love at First Sighting. Sex positive, kink friendly and thirsty conversations about the monsters and cryptids that traverse our backyards and our imaginations. My name's Joyce. My pronouns are she, they. I am a resident crypt researcher bringing the Monster Book Report. Joining me is Jim. Hey, I'm Jim. I'm they, them. And I'm here to read some monster porn from some friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also joining me is Coco. Hello. My name's Coco. I'm a horny little nerd, and I'm here to learn and stay horny. Good. That's what we're going to do. At least I hope so. Gulp. Well, like I just said, it's not the easiest thing to actually make me yeah no <laughs> i know unhorny you're like meditating over here every other thought is passing you like clouds but you're still horny <laughs> Alrighty. <clears throat> so today we are talking about the babendum entity babendum 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 that's super fun to say it is it's, it's nice it's fun but i'm also like am i saying it right every time but so uh, let me start out with a little shout out to the Shrouded Hand YouTube channel for bringing this to my attention. Hmm. Appreciate it. It's 
pretty wacky. So um, buckle in. So click. Very, very. <laughs> yeah. Today's preacher's a little silly, but you know. I love me some good sassafras. Bring it on. <laughs> okay. So what are the Babindum entities? Well, they basically look like the Michelin man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the mascot from Michelin Tires? Yeah. Uh, so, so apparently the Michelin man has a name. His name is Babindum. Is uh, it? Mm-hmm. Which is uh, where these entities get their name. I see. Um, fun fact. So the, the entities were named after the tire man. Yes. Huh. Yes. And we'll get into why. You could probably guess, I would imagine, listener. Um, so why does that guy judge restaurants? It doesn't matter. It just bothers me so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a man made of tires telling me about <laughs> where to go and where, where to not go, to go to eat. Eat. <laughs> Uh, and I know it's like a whole thing that started because they wanted people to drive to restaurants when cars were new and all. And they were trying yeah. to get people to. So just why? <laughs> fun fact: um, Babindum is Latin for to drink, uh, which I'm like, why is that the Michelin man's name? Like, mm. what is he drinking? Motor oil, tires. blood, wine. Wait, wait. <laughs> like, so the actual he's creature? Did you say he's drinking tires? I might have, but he's made, <laughs> a, he's made of tires. Was well, he's got to replenish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he melts them down, slurps them up. Slurp. Oh, there's the first slurp sound. Um, so the the creature is also like the tire, like they're made of tires as well. Yeah, he, okay. he's made of tires. Oh, so these, okay. I just I thought oh. it was like it looked like the Michelin Man. Oh, kind of okay. Thing. Oh, you're talking about the actual creatures we're talking about today, yes. not the Michelin Man. Got it. So there's, that's debatable. Um, we will get into that. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I was getting confused. Uh, no, it's okay. Um, yeah, before getting into it, if you're not familiar with the Michelin Man, he is a humanoid figure consisting of stacked white tires. Um, to me, he kind of looks like a segmented, segmented, segmented. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a segmented, lumpy marshmallow man. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, um, just stay puff is what so I always weird, think of. Why is, stay is puff. His, why is his tires white? Originally, tires were were white that oh, was that I've was never seen that well yeah that would be a long time ago yeah but like you think about model t i don't remember white tires being on those this would have been like the fancy like when when they started making fancy cars and like the Ga- uh great gatsby at 20s oh. that kind of stuff like white car or white tires was really really popular huh. and then obviously it was obnoxious to try to keep them clean because yeah. that's yeah. really stupid yeah. roads um, but white tires were super common back huh. in the day um bring it back <laughs> bring it back <laughs> um i heard one of you mention the stay puff marshmallow man mm-hmm. in the french uh dub of ghostbusters <gasps> the stay puff marshmallow man is called babindum chamello uh yes. chamello is a french candy that is pretty similar to what we eat in the west as a marshmallow um this is beautiful i yeah. know isn't it it's, this is it's vindication for all those years where as a small child i didn't understand that those were two different things they, they kept saying Stay puff, and yeah. it took me the longest time before i understood that the michelin man was for cars i just assumed it was <laughs> the marshmallow man that they were imitating in that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> brain froze <laughs> computing a little bit um so uh, Babindum entities descriptions often fit the Michelin man to a T, though many stories say the head is encased in a helmet. Mm. 
The head in the helmet usually resembles that of a gray alien. Others describe a head with flesh that matches the rest of the body, that has a blank face with barely any features other than three holes. Oh, no. Make your little horny jokes. I have holes for you, Daddy. <laughs> Which hole will you choose, Father? There are three. Father. Oh, no. No. Same difference. Two for eyes, one for mouth. You, you only get one I mean, hole. It, but you said hole. You did not say there were little balls in there. like Orbs. Well, orbs. there could be balls in there. Orbs. There are orbs. I am orb. Oh, um, it's getting gross. Okay. Yeah. And a smaller percentage of people or witnesses say that there was no features at all, just a blank slate for a face. Aww. So, like, we've got three different faces. We have alien mm-hmm. gray face. We mm-hmm. have Michelin man, but three whole face. Yes. So, bowling ball face. Bowling ball face. Basically, yeah. yes. Yeah. Or no face. No face. Okay. Um, no face. As far as height, um, they're, little, they're little guys. They're little friends. The majority of eyewitness testimonies state these entities are between three to four feet tall. <gasps> oh, I love them. They're not, they're oh not very my big. God. Um, Could toss them around. I know. Just oh. squeeze them. Just put them between like two little... graham crackers and pick them right up. <laughs> pretty big graham crackers, but sure. Ooh. What if they were made of marshmallow and you could just be like, how Chomp, well, chomp. That's called vor. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Is it making sense now? Yeah. You're like, oh, I can get behind vor if mm-hmm. the being that I'm having sex with is made of marshmallows. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Moving me, on. <laughs> from, uh, from what I've read, these little guys have kind of, they're just aliens, basically, based on most of the stories I've read. Maybe that's just my opinion, but the majority of the reports sound like alien counters to me. There are some that lean more ghost, but let's... I mean, it sounds, but as far as alien encounters and they're wearing like a space helmet, it almost sounds like that's not their body. That's a space suit. Yeah. And some of the stories, it seems more like the entities are wearing a suit. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's a little more ambiguous. Hmm. Uh, speaking of. Oh. Oh. I was going to say maybe the first time they visited No Face and everyone was like, don't like that. Nope. The second time they were like, oh, we should imitate their face. Three and they holes. did the three holes. And everyone was like, nope, don't like that. <laughs> like, Try again. Like, okay, so we need to make it look more like them. But they're not very good at it. And so they got this kind of weird. Or, or they saw our drawings of aliens mm. and were like, well, we should look like aliens. So we let them know what we are. Mm. And they came down. And everyone was like, nope, don't like this. <laughs> don't, don't like it. Don't like They were like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> so let's talk about these sightings, shall we? Mm-hmm. Um, from what I could find, many of the sightings come to us from Europe. The majority are from France. Uh, the earliest encounters from my research date back to 1950, wherein a father and daughter were out walking when suddenly a transparent flying disc came into view. Uh, inside the craft was a babendum looking entity sporting a round helmet with tubes attached, which seemed to be going into some sort of air tank. The girl noted feeling paralyzed in the moment. Another incident from 1955, a single witness was outside his home when he was suddenly paralyzed by two of them, two babendums, exiting a large dome disc near his courtyard. They wore boxes on their chest and walked awkwardly. By the way, the awkward uh, ambulating way of walking and moving is something I read in a lot of reports. Either that or the entities tend to float or bounce like human balloons. Oh my God, or the like Kirby's. when we're on the moon. Ooh. Oh. So maybe they're used they're to They're from a, a much greater gravity. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So normally they're squished. <laughs> normally they're squished quite a bit more. Yeah. They're like all stretched out from it. Little or maybe accordions. that's something to do with why their suit looks like that. Is it's like adding a bunch of extra pressure on the inside. Oh, so that way they don't noodle out. I guess. Look, <laughs> look at you, Ooh. science boy. I don't yeah. know why they would noodle out from low pressure, but <laughs> no, that's not how that's it works. not how it works. But it could just feel weird and uncomfortable to them yeah. if it's not. Side note. Is the word wiggly funny? Is that a funny word? Wiggly? Wiggly. wiggly. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I said, I was, I was in my art class and a child drew a dragon and I was like, oh, look at me so wiggly. And all the kids started laughing. I'm like, is that that funny? Like, look at it. It looks like a noodle. It's wiggly. That's, that's a good descriptor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I felt. Kids are weird. Kids are weird, but like. Kids laugh at the weirdest shit ever. Oh my God. Um, kids like cackle in front of me over something that is clearly in no context funny (laughs) kids did do kind of a poor man toe of these two characters names from a really popular disney show and they kept saying it and i kept laughing i was like it's not that funny internally but like i couldn't help it they also thought it was hilarious and bunter Bunter. Bunter. It's like these two characters' names, like, like you know, Bunny like, and Hunter kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. Um, and I was just like, so dumb. And they just kept doing it the whole class. Anyway, enough teacher time. So in 1960, a report from Spain describes a motorist encounter where he saw two beings near the road ahead, one very tall, between six and seven feet, and one near the normal size of uh, most sightings. They were colored red and walked as if injured. Uh, One appeared to be wearing one black boot. No craft was seen. Just one boot. Just one boot. Kind of like when you injure your foot. One black boot. The the report didn't really go any deeper into it. I don't know if there were other boots worn or if there was just like (laughs) they were like shoeless except for the one boot. So we have one boot, one boot between the two of us. It's my turn for the boot. (laughs) Mommy said I could have the boot today. (laughs) Did you say Das boot? Das boot. Das boot. Yeah, it sounds like that would suck to be like on a Spanish mountain road with only one boot to walk on. A report from 1968, a witness saw a disc or egg shaped craft with pedestal like formation. Pedestal. So like, yeah, 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 yeah. A pedestal. So like Like formations on bottom and top. I wrote this. I don't know why I'm confused. And they were parked in his field Uh, within the large transparent bay window were two figures about three and a half feet tall. This case was reported to the authorities immediately. The site was not inspected, though, until several days later. And it showed an increase in radioactivity signatures at that time. Though That's a very big alien Mm -hmm, thing. mm -hmm. Yeah. Geiger counter going boop, 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 or whatever sound it makes. Um, in 1975, a 20-year-old man was out jogging home when he began to hear beeps in his ear, which grew increasingly louder. Beeps? Beeps. Okay. Beep, 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 beep. Um, then he came upon a round disc-like craft with a top dome. It appeared metallic. He felt forced to stop, and a great heat enveloped him. He felt as if he were paralyzed. Then he saw the craft, and from it descended a three-foot-tall babendum. It was followed by a second and a third. They had antennas on their head and walked awkwardly. Through a porthole in the craft was seen a fourth being in a helmet. The man was thrown to the ground with a flash of light and beings hurriedly re-entered the vehicle and departed. 
He lay on the ground for a while and then struggled to his parents' house where he shared his story. Hmm. Um, this is kind of an outlier from all the reports, but in 1976, an encounter in western Kansas, um, an incident involving a young couple. They were driving a rural area when they saw a group of three flying disc, then a group of four. And then one of the discs started hovering much lower. Suddenly, they found themselves driving 90 miles much further down the road with no memory after seeing the craft. 90 miles? Yeah. 90. That's a lot of fucking miles. Yeah. That's far fucking away from where they were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hypnosis was used on the couple, both of them separately, and it was claimed that their testimonies matched, even small details. For their sessions, it was said that there were three entities about five and a half feet tall seen on the craft during an abduction-type experience. Later, they found needle marks on their bodies with scratches and a rash. The couple think that they had become telepathically sensitive after this experience. Not sure what they mean. But yeah, I gotta say, uh, this last one feels like the most interactions with these entities. Usually, you just get a glance or like you, um, you know, maybe like just this uncomfortable sensation and then they just kind of bounce away. Like sometimes there's some stories of like kids walking on the road and you see a little babindum kind of pops out and does a little wave <laughs> and then bop, pops away. Um, <laughs> I, I love these kind of alien stories where it just feels so much like it's always a prank. Like the idea bit, of some bit. guy like walking up to a ship and then being like, hold up and like stopping him and then running out and like throwing a flash grenade down and be like, ha ha. And then running away. <laughs> Does feel a little bit like that, yeah. huh? Also, the one the ones in Kansas seem a lot taller as well, because they are five and a half foot tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's tall. That's a tall person. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is it a really tall person? That's big, you that's know. A giant. That's, that's big. <laughs> but not big like boy. sexually giant. Because that's when you gotta get up to like seven, eight feet. Yeah. Yeah. We, there's we have standards. Heavily muscled. I, I enjoy that at one point we said a creature size is seven feet and you were like, that's not that big. It was a fucking tree. <laughs> that's why. It's because it was a fuck a, fu- a seven foot tree is a small fucking tree. Sorry, I just hit that with my face <laughs> because it's so close to me now. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> oh. a- anyway. Anyway, yeah, these these little guys don't usually like to interact with people all that much. Um, okay. It usually seems like when they're seen, they like make they're making their getaway and somewhere sometimes awkwardly slowly, <laughs> just, just bouncing, just away. bouncing away. Maybe they like met some guy on a trail, pushed him over, and then we're like, oh, I'm gonna take this shoe. <laughs> <laughs> one that's, boot. That's just a good looking boot. shoe. I like this like, boot. Yeah. Maybe yeah. the guy dropped it when he like ran away. And so he like put it on him. I could see all that. of his buddies were like, dude, leave, leave that. And he's like, eh, I kind of like it. <laughs> I kind of like the way it feels. Nice. It's, it's a statement. <laughs> um, the theories. Yeah. Aliens, ghosts. Sometimes they tend to disappear. I, I mean, ghosts in a fucking UFO. I don't know. Ghost travel. How do you think ghosts get around? Yeah. <laughs> um, My ghost ship. You know, some sort of strange manifestation. Hmm. You know, I think it is also worth noting, and this is a point for Team Skeptic, that the Michelin Michelin Tires is a French company. Yeah. And many of the sightings were in France or other French-speaking regions. Hmm. Though, maybe people were seeing these weird things and that's the closest reference they had. Right. Um, But who knows? Yeah, like, I do feel like Spacesuit really kind of 
goes there for me as far as yeah. looking like the Michelin man. Yeah. yeah. No, I could totally see that. But that's that's like, you know, like a human beings like what our spacesuits look yeah, like. Yeah. At least back, you know, in the day. Mm-hmm. Which almost makes me think like, could it be us from the future? From the future. Or something. Don't survive. <laughs> Don't come to the future. It's not great. You're gonna be squished down to three foot. <laughs> We're all gonna well, be squished. <laughs> okay. We all live in caves now. It was much better to be smaller. Oh, that's fun. See, Jim, when the world goes to shit and we all have to move to caves, you'll be the one who has no back problems. Yeah, and I'll be like, what? It's fine down here. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> like everyone else is knocking their heads on Aww. stalactites. And I'm just like, it's fine. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. I'm going to lay on my belly with a skateboard, get around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember those things when we were in school? The little yeah, yeah. skateboards, but I don't you know. Sat you sat on them. And they you were went, yeah, they have little wee, wheels. They were the single most dangerous thing in a gym for children, and no, I for loved sure. them. No, they're oh, fun. I don't know it. how many times somebody tried to skateboard on it and like just cracked well, into yeah. the floor. Yeah, or and grabbing like onto someone's are just feet. Like bloody because oh, yeah. like your hands are like right on the fucking floor. Yeah, or yeah. like you run over your own hand. Yeah. Did that one a couple <laughs> oh times. Oh my god! <laughs> or you, you grab your buddies by the feet and just kind of spin them around while they're on the board until you let go and try to knock over your friends and call it bowling. But that's <laughs> specific, <laughs> very specific. Mm. Um, I've never done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the babindums. I like them. Yeah, they're fun. They're cute. They're they're a little silly, but sometimes little, the monster's a little silly. Little puffy boys. They're little puffy boys. I like it. Yeah. It pains me to ask this question, but <laughs> do the puffy boys fuck? Oh, puffy boys fuck, you know it. Hooray. I think. <laughs> eh? Question mark? Question mark? Okay, so this is called the French Encounter. Ooh. And this is by our friend Jake. Friend of the show. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're just kind of going to have to like work through this together, I feel like. Oh, my God. I just read a line. And I just, <laughs> no, it's going to be funny. This is I'm really excited. I'm really excited. beautiful. All right. Rock and roll. Zebulon embraced me. In his- <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn what? you, that's, Jake. That's not even the first or sentence finished. It's Zebulon embraced me. Is that was it what it was or just Zebulon? <laughs> it's it. It was a conversation had. Um, he did that on purpose. Mm. Anyway, go ahead. Oh my God. <laughs> Zebulon embraced me in his pillowy ribbed arms. His entire body soft and malleable. Even his ribbed yogurt stick. Damn it. So, so <laughs> the, the, the ween looks exactly like the body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ribbed for their pleasure. To be yeah. honest, that's like a lot of butt plugs out there. So that makes yeah. perfect sense to me. He still smelled like a lavender field he crash-landed in days ago. It had only been a few days, yet I was in love with the strange, balloon-like alien who engulfs me like a cloud. I thought back to that day, the day I met Zebulon. The day I met this balloon man, while I was dressed like a BDSM clown. (laughs) The day I fucked a cake in sheer (sighs) desperation. Okay, (laughs) keep going. Just the I day I fucked a cake. That's that's a moment where like when the police are like, where were you on the fifth? And you're like, oh, oh, I remember. I fucked a cake that day. I wrote it in my diary. <laughs> <laughs> the day I fucked a cake in sheer desperation for this extraterrestrial hunk. 
the day my earth stood still. <laughs> Beautiful. Poetry, emotion. <laughs> so much. I woke up with my massive schlong, hard and dripping breeze. Oh, this is going to get better. I feel I- like it's been a minute since we read. Yeah. It's it all is. coming back, like riding a bike. I'm holding my head. You're struggling. It's it's like like we just did it yesterday. I woke up with my massive schlong, hard and dripping pre-cum. I whined, knowing I couldn't get off, no matter how much my balls ached from being so full for so long. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought my phone was on silent. <laughs> it was not. It was not. Oh my god. Oh my god. Are we gonna have to cut that out? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. There's no way. There's no oh way. That was so much better than anything we could have done. I'm, I'm turning later it down. on. Turn it all the way down. Oh my god. It's gonna have to go right back up though. Here in a little bit. I got it. I okay. got it. Don't you okay. worry, okay. now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No matter how much my balls ached from being so full for so long, I had a gig later that day as Wartenberg, the sex clown. So edging and chastity had been my life for the last week and a half. The men who booked my services specifically requested the clown car cum shot. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically requested the clown car cum shot package. A truly impressive feat of cummery that required me to not touch my cock for several days. The end would be explosive for my patrons and myself. I began my morning routine and tried to ignore my dick as much as possible. It was a fairly intensive process getting ready to be Wartenberg, covering my face and neck with clown white, drawing on the periwinkle smolder and carnation-colored frown that made me the most successful sex clown in France. This particular group had a bondage and humiliation fetish, so I had to put on my leather clown daddy costume and the dildo clown nose that would be placed on the birthday bottom. I arrived at the apartment for the clown dick appointment, being buzzed in by a short blonde man with a beer belly. He took me upstairs without a word. Inside the apartment were three other dudes, two already seated and shirtless, and one tied and gagged in the recliner. Do I want to go go French? Yeah. Oui. <laughs> Do it. The birthday boy has a cuckolding fetish, so he's going to watch till the end. Said the tall brunette man. He was lanky and packing serious schmeat. <laughs> Would you like some schmeat? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that the no, line? No, it's not. <clears throat> oh, shit. Am I going to be? You going to do a French accent? <laughs> Oh boy. Let's see. <laughs> no, I'm terrible <laughs> at it. I'm not good at accents. Great. Let's get started then. <laughs> it's perfect. It's, it's perfect. It was perfect. It's not. I feel like I'm watching was, an episode of Looney Tunes. It was the single most insulting and wonderful thing I've heard <laughs> oh, in so long. I don't want to be insulting. No, it's fine. I'll just I'll read I'll just I'll just read it. My normal no, voice. No, please do it. Oh, it's but, totally but, but we I have done so many terrible accents but there's gonna be okay yeah try yeah All rock right. and roll great let's oh. get started then <laughs> oh no <laughs> maybe it's a little much 
I'm Le- done. We'll cut that out. Mm-hmm. I said, setting down my things. I connected my phone to the Bluetooth sound system and began to sensually writhe to the dulcet tones of 99 red balloons by, is it Nina or Nena? Nina. Nina. As the song reached its second chorus, I moved into the men's laps and grinded on the short one's erection. You feel so good at my cock. <laughs> I'm so sorry to everyone who is from a French-speaking country. This is too much fun. I have great respect for the French language. I actually took it when I was younger. Um, and I just want to say great respect. Enjoy French culture. Enjoy the French. You guys have had an enormous amount of time on top of the world with tons of power and have done terrible things in the past. This is literally the least thing in the world is me doing this accent. So if you're genuinely upset, I just have to say, I personally don't care. <laughs> All right. Powerful stuff. <laughs> That's a Look, statement. <laughs> I don't care when people do bad American accents. I think it's funny. Like, yeah. Why should good. I be insulted yeah, by you that? Have heard David Bowie's accent from the Twin Peaks movie? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like if I'm if I'm a part of a group that's been oppressed for a very long time and my accent has been used against me, I would be really annoyed when somebody else uses it. Right. But like the, the French people have not been massively oppressed. I'm just not no, I'm sorry. That's not that's not worth getting mad yeah. about. I'm I sure. I do respect will the French some. though, as far as like if something's not right, those motherfuckers will riot. Oh and I, yeah. I love that. Hell, that's where we I know. Well, you're not doing it right. No, I know. I know. We need to, we need act to be more like, like the French. Yes, absolutely. They burned yeah. the fucking president's like favorite restaurant down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. We need that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need that kind of like. We're not promoting violence. We're just saying <laughs> that we respect. <laughs> get shit done. They get shit done, they though. They get shit done. Yeah, they have some of the best property stuff destruction out there, is yeah. a valid form of protest. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, also, the short king exclaimed. I honked loudly in response and watched his eyes roll back at the sound of my nose. <laughs> this fucking episode. This episode's magnificent. I'm so on board. I proceeded to grind harder and harder on each successive lap, driving the men wild with honks and clown laughs. And we began to furiously make out the clown makeup leaving a smeared halo of white and red on his mouth and chin. I stood up and tore off my pants, only to reveal another (laughs) (laughs) This was specifically written and designed to make us cackle. Yeah, it's working. It's It's working very well. Oh, boy. there's nothing like a good, a good old fashioned gag. Oh my god, I love it. The men paused. Oh no, you got to say that whole thing over again. Okay. <laughs> I stood up and tore off my pants, only to reveal another pair of pants. The men paused, tilting their heads for a second before realizing this was part of the fun. I walked over to the birthday bottom and wiggled my hips in his face, smacking him with my heart on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with a little accent. I'm not going to be able to get it out. Just be like, come. Come out. Come out. What is that? Do you want to switch? I'll do. I'll just do one regular. 
Because it's all French. I know. We can switch if you want. I'll do all the, the French voices and you can do the alien. It's okay. I won't make you keep trying this. Okay. Yeah. Well, do we need to go back then? <laughs> no. Do you, no, do you need I'd... to read the one? No, because I enjoyed all the laughter we had last time. Okay. Yeah. We're just going to, I'm just going to leave in us saying we're going to switch. Okay. That's fine. Okay. So I am now the clown. I'm just going to do the same one. as <laughs> All the Frenchmen are going to sound the same. Come, take the rest of these off while he watches helplessly. I purred to the other men. They moved as one and immediately began running their hands over my body and nipping at my neck while I took turns ripping off my pants. Eventually, I was totally nude, save for my shoes and nose. Just because it says pants, I like to imagine that there, there multiple were multiple pants layers there. that it just kept going for a little bit. <laughs> Let's make this more fun. I growled, turning back to grab the clown nose dildo. I sauntered over to the bottom and placed it on him, gagging and muffling him further, so that his whimpers would be hidden behind a bright red clown nose that I began to inflate. Who's that big, helpless bottom? I whispered huskily into his ear. Your nose is getting so big. <laughs> now this is where you go. <laughs> okay. Your nose is getting so big. <laughs> I teased him. Look how big you're getting. Bigger and bigger. You must be so horny, you little horny. <laughs> your little what? <laughs> That's not what I meant to say. Horny, your little horny? I just totally <laughs> misread the last part. Are you horny? <laughs> the bottom nodded furiously, accidentally hitting himself in the face with the dildo. We all laughed and pointed at him for his mistake. I reached down and grabbed his cock, feeling the warmth and pre-cum that was beginning to soak his underwear. He whined and bucked his hips upwards, desperate for attention and stimulation on his bulge. You're so needy. Too bad you can't come until you watch all your friends get sucked off. I teased, grinding my palm into his bulge. I turned around and began to fuck myself with the dildo, moaning as it pushed through my hole and filled me up. I looked up through my eyelashes at the men and waved them forward, beginning to work my mouth over their members. Quickly, the session became fast-paced as the men fucked my throat in quick succession, savoring each thrust and feeling of my throat stretching around them. I rocked backwards harder and faster into the dildo, eventually finding where it met the bottom's face. I grinded back into his face, relishing his moans as my ass applied pressure on his face. The blonde man began to gasp and fisted my hair as he shot his load down my throat, shaking with his orgasm. Quickly replacing him, the tall one came, and shortly after that, the short one flooded my throat. I pulled myself off the dildo with a moan. I began to palm my cock. I need him on the floor for this next part. I said to the men. They grabbed him and laid him down on the floor. I straddled his face and lowered myself onto the dildo, rocking back and forth to hit my prostate. My breathing quickened, and with a loud honk, I began to come like a fire hydrant in the summer heat. Load after load hit the bottom's face, covering him like a bunt cake. I <laughs> My little bunt cake. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. I think it's my favorite when Joyce breaks. Mm. The men above crowded around and began counting my loads as they splashed onto his face, ending with an impressive nine loads 
a one-man bukkake. They cheered as I reached back and quickly jerked off the bottom with the dildo still, still deep inside me, pressing against my prostate. With a muffled shout, he came and thrust his head up, causing the dildo to suddenly slam against my internal joy buzzer. I shot out one last load at the surprise sensation, pulled myself off and posed with the birthday boy for a celebratory cum-covered selfie. I cleaned up and got on with my day. The afternoon and evening were fairly uneventful. You know, I went to the store, you know, I picked yeah, up a couple is, things for dinner. This is the life of a sex worker. Yeah. He's doing yeah. some weird, dirty ass shit and then like going to Target. That's fair. <laughs> doing like grocery shopping, baking a cake and having too much wine at dinner. I decided to walk home past the lavender fields in the early spring chill to work out some of the drunkenness I was feeling. The lavender's crisp herbal scent filled my head and helped me shift into a comfortable haze of lavender and prosecco. I was halfway home when I was blinded by an explosion of light to the right of me, followed shortly by a cacophonous popping sound. I threw myself to the ground, thinking I was about to be killed by whatever had made the disturbance. After a few minutes still breathing, I pulled myself off the ground and saw a smoking crater with a figure laying inside of it. His flesh was rippling as if trying to get a sense of his surroundings. I cautiously moved forward, unsure if I was moving towards danger and dismemberment. What I assumed was their head looked up at me. Did this being even have eyes with which to see? The figure was composed of bands of thick, doughy flesh that seemed to be malleable. I reached out and grasped its hand, feeling my fingers sink into its flesh like memory foam. Are you hurt? I asked the being in front of me. The only reply I got was a buzzing noise. I saw a pale purple fluid leaking out of the being's body. This couldn't be good. I'm going to help you now. I said softly, moving my other hand to pick the being up. I didn't know who or what they were, but they were hurt, and I couldn't leave them here to die in a field. As soon as my right hand touched the being's shoulder, I felt the doughy texture engulf my hand. I screamed in shock and tried to pull back, only to realize I was stuck. Be not afraid, human. I am Zebulon. I needed to interface with your flesh to absorb your language. Zebulon buzzed, his head rippling. I knew at that moment two things. I was in love with this balloon being, and that I had a raging erection. <laughs> Louis, your rapier is poking me. Zebulon buzzed, his mouth not being <laughs> clear on his face, breaking me out of my reverie. Was his entire body made of mouths and orifices? How deep could I go in this downy pillow of a man? I shuddered, thinking about eating each and every fold. Mon cher, less of a rapier and more of a broadsword. I growled, pulling down my silk pajamas and exposing my erect member. You are already dripping. Allow me to clean you up. The pillowy man... <laughs> Choose a hole, daddy. Choose a hole. One, two, three. I have three holes. <laughs> Only three. <laughs> the pillowy man opened his folds and embraced... <laughs> you couldn't even say it. <laughs> the pillowy man opened his folds and embraced my vitamin water-sized tongue. His, fol <laughs> his folds felt velvety and moist, almost cake-like in texture. Not quite as cakey as the one I masturbated with the night we met, but close. 
I moaned as I reached what seemed to be the end point of Zebulon's crevice. Zebulon buzzed in pleasure. I danced around other foals with my fingertips, relishing the oobleck feeling he was starting to secrete from them. I dipped a few in and began to finger-bang the folds in opposite timing with the thrust of my swizzle stick. <laughs> the inside of Zebulon's balloon body began to feel jam-like. It was immediately curious. I was immediately curious of its taste. I pulled out my fingers and examined the pale secretion that coated them. It smelled like vanilla and sex. Just imagine they, like, Zebulon just being like, oh, no, don't, don't, don't do that. Be <laughs> no. like, that's the wrong ooze. Oh, uh, where is your nearest hospital? <laughs> <laughs> Sticking two fingers in my mouth, I savored the taste of my balloon man. It was sweet and savory at the same time. An explosion of flavor that was like a meaty vanilla. Do you like my balloon juice, Frenchie? <laughs> what? God. <laughs> I like how your, your robot voice suddenly got real sassy. <laughs> do, do you like my balloon juice, Frenchie? 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 <laughs> the balloon man buzzed into my ear, pulling me deeper into his fleshy folds. That was a lot of French right there. It is. I'm glad I didn't keep with yeah. this one because I wouldn't know what to do here. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Jake! I have no idea how to say extraterrestrial in French, Jake. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Um, we're going to get there. And this is also moaning. <laughs> J'aime ton jus de ballon, mon amour. Je veux être plus profond dans les replis extraterrestres. <sighs> <laughs> Sounds beautiful. Sounded, Very sultry. Sounded yeah. more Spanish. A little bit. End. Look, <sighs> I won't apologize for doing a French accent, but I will apologize for that. <laughs> That's fair. Fair enough. But I attempted it. Uh, it's been a very long time since I've done French, and I'm sorry. To all our French listeners, please don't burn down our favorite restaurant. I also have fat tongue, <laughs> so it's very difficult to uh, go fat back to reading these. Fat tongue? Fat tongue. Is that an actual no, medical it's a joke. condition? <laughs> what that fat tongue do? Fat tongue. Oh, what that fat tongue do? It's, it's really just, especially like, if someone was saying it to me, I could repeat it back. Right. But reading the words and trying to get the sounds right is mm -hmm. a whole other fucking ballgame, and I have trouble doing that with English. I moaned near what I assumed to be his ear folds, running my tongue against his volutinous crevice, relishing the ripple of pleasure that showed on his flesh. I resumed finger-banging his flaps, savoring the texture of his secretions and the pleasing buzzing noise he made being filled with my iron salami and dexterous fingers. <laughs> this is a new, a new... Uh, I love every fucking... so good. I love everyone. <laughs> Keep it coming. Sorry. I bit my neck to get closer and reached out an exploring tongue. Zebulon shuddered at the new probing intruder. The inside of him tasted even better than his juice. I could still get a hint of the lavender clinging to his body, mixed with the fleshy, sex-soaked vanilla flavor of his cum. Did this alien cum? Obviously, he could be pleased, but I was unsure of the mating process of his species. It didn't matter right now. All that mattered was getting deeper. 
of my entire lower face was buried into him, licking and sucking the rippling, doughy flesh that surrounded my face. The sensation was incredible. Never in my life had I felt something this sexually satisfying. Your species is incredible. <laughs> they just deep dive right on in there. <laughs> no <laughs> I, questions asked. I could never get one of my own to do this. My breathing quickened as Zebulon slurped my heart on with more force. My entire cock was surrounded in a rippling, wet maw of fleshy dough. A moan escaped Zebulon's body, which sounded like a high-pitched whine of a CRT television. I fucked Zebulon as hard as I could until I felt his doughy body begin to encase my lower half, feeling the vibrating warm flesh tingle my ass. He squelched further and began to circle my hole with his spongy fingers. The feeling of him inside me is not unpleasant, but like being filled with a thick, quaggy rope. Eventually, the soft pressure began to fill my ass and press against my prostate. With a yelp, I shot my load deep into the doe body of Zebulon. Feeling my Alfredo, feeling my Alfredo sauce squelch around my. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> God damn it! Feeling my Alfredo. Feeling my Alfredo. <laughs> feeling my Alfredo. <laughs> uh. Feeling my Alfredo sauce squelch around my cock, Zebulon extracted himself from my body and I noticed a viscous, pale lavender on my dick and balls, feeling it dripping out of my freshly finger-banged hole as well. It looks like we both came, he buzzed at me. I grinned and pulled my balloon man in for a deep kiss. I love you. I said, grinning at him. I love you too, Zebulon buzzed. I laughed and guided him to the shower. Oh, ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Yeah, but seriously, fuck you, Jake. <laughs> how how are you going to put a whole ass French sentence in there with the word extraterrestrial? <laughs> I, like, listen to me say extraterrestrial. It sounds like I'm I'm about to fall over as I'm saying. Extraterrestrial. Like it's it's difficult enough in English. Yeah. Extraterrestrial. <laughs> it's, it's a big word. It's a big uh. word. Um, I loved that. It was beautiful. So fucking much. It was much. magic. So fucking much. It was magic. very good. It was a gift, despite the hard French part. No, I loved it. And yeah. I, I actually, there's a reason that I figure out how to say it right, because <laughs> it is uh, great, and yeah. I wanted to do it. Yeah. I didn't have to. Lord, jo- <laughs> Joyce had a fun time, too. I could I see. did. It was good. I held my head a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Would you, uh... Fuck this. Yeah. Stay puff. Smash or pass. <laughs> smash, smash, smash. Oh, yeah. I was asking Joyce that I realized nobody can see what direction I'm asking. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, Maybe. I don't know. What about you all? I mean, I don't see why not. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Zebulon apparently smells great. Apparently yeah. tastes great. Yeah. Um, Got a lot of yummy crevices to munch on. Mm-hmm. And he's just a little guy. Yeah. He's a little soft guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it sounds like he kind of sucks you in when you're fucking him. I mean, is that bad? I'm not saying that. It's just a hop, skip, and jump from Vor. I'm just saying. Yeah, but we already Yeah, we, you know, we pretty much already that established that. Yeah. Some of us. <laughs> there, there is a, a living being made out of sweets and treats. Cakes and <laughs> creams. Cakes and creams. <laughs> I'm going to fuck that. Yeah. Fair enough. It sounds 
awfully sticky though. Like oh, I imagine yeah. afterwards, it's just like you're covered in sugar juice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I recently had to do a project where I had to touch a lot of marshmallows. And I must say, I don't like the the sensory input of touching a marshmallow. Really? Yeah, it's just like when you touch a bunch of them, you're like, Ugh. and they're kind of oh, like. I love it. No, yeah, I like I'll, a marshmallow. I'll fucking dive my whole they body in. Yeah. Almost a little bit like dusty. No, yeah, 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 yeah. They have that they're starch powdery. on the outside. Yeah, so my they fingers felt really together. dry afterwards. I was like. Ugh. No, yeah, I don't like my hands to feel dry, but like, hmm. that's I, I'm like I'm I've think- never had the the instinct to fuck a bag of marshmallows, but to no. lay in marshmallows, oh yeah, yeah, super soft. It. Plus, uh, this this Zebulon is probably more like a, a like a marshmallow fluff, so sure. not covered in the in this in the dusty yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's more memory foam too, where it's mm-hmm. like you kind of sink in and then pull back out. I think it's like a softer, not sticky off the bat i'm going with what i want to believe yeah i remain undecided that's fine <laughs> i think it's fair for this one i mean i already said yes you're looking at me like i need to answer I no yeah you said yes yeah, okay. yeah. um I, just if marshmallows were in your butt though <laughs> marshmallow in your butt could feel nice pressure but not but soft pressure yeah well i know for a fact that that is a thing pressure but soft, soft pressure, pressure? No, like the marshmallows in the butt that's totally a thing but they kind of just sit in there, right? No, they you, would melt. You you poop them out. <laughs> oh, I kind of thought really they would melt. Say. Would they you, not you, melt? You push them back out. Yeah. Well, you know they they will start to break down after a while. But you push them back out, and then someone eats them. I'm so oh. sorry, Joyce, but that is where that's going. Yeah. Wow, you uh. you started you started this whole thing like I'm going to sell you on this, and it's like the worst possible thing for me personally. No, <sighs> or you just wanted to gross <laughs> me out. No. I just realized as I was going that there wasn't, I mean, like if I just said they pushed them out and, they're, and then they're done, yeah. they're on the floor. I mean, that's like, I why? And I'd be like, well, because somebody wants to eat them. You you sort of had me with put it in the butt. I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. But then you lost me after that. Yeah. I mean, people, they, they clean it out pretty good well, usually. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying. To each their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not my flavor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not but your marshmallows aren't your flavor? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> These marshmallows are poo-poo flavored. These are butt flavored. Ugh. Anyway, okay. maybe we should wrap this one up. Yep. Butt stuff. I like some butt stuff. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you good? Yeah, I just did that. I responded so quickly and without any thought. You were like, I like some butt stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, I should probably I'll just move this microphone away. <laughs> We all know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I know some of it. All right. Hey, special thanks as always for listening to our funky little show. Ooh, I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, every episode ends with, I'm, I'm actually at I, this point, I'm invested in it as being a thing. Yeah. And it's natural. Like we don't have to make it a thing. Like you just, at the end of the episode, you're like, I need this reset moment to like, drop one thing and pick up the new thing and like I, yeah it's perfect it's, it's it's not like a i'm not actually exasperated i'm just like trying to like regain composure so i can remember the things to say sure. mm-hmm. but it's like just i'm trying to like recognize it so i can not do it every it kind of it plays as it it plays to the character of joyce and the character of joyce is y'all are trash <laughs> <laughs> gross little gross yeah. little horny goblins yeah and i love you Aww. like 
there's no, deep love. Mama but you, Joyce loves loves her goblins. Yes, okay? I love all but, my goblins. But we understand that like goblins on this side of the room. <laughs> these these are the goblins who are gonna beat goblin. <laughs> and over there is Mama Braxy, who's just looking down on the goblins, going, "Oh, sweet baby Jesus, <laughs> just, Lord, clutching my pearls." Yep. Yeah, oh, oh, Lord, stop putting things in there. <laughs> Not the marshmallows, no. Put that away. Don't touch that. What are you going to do with the marshmallows? I no. Bought, <laughs> Mama Joyce bought the marshmallows for s'mores later. <laughs> Those are supposed to be for s'mores. Oh, we're still going to use them? Oh, oh. good Lord. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our show. You can find All Things Laugh at our link tree, which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-A-F-S-P-O-D. Uh, you will find all the ways to listen to us on all the podcatchers. You will find our Patreon. We have four tiers, if I'm not mistaken. We have our Literature Club. We have our General Support. We got our Content Club. We got a Booty Pick of the Month Club. Just saying. I got a really cute booty. I mean, Actually, everyone here has a super I'm, cute I'm, booty. I'm learning how I mean, to like pose to make the booty you know, look better. Ooh, really? I'm learning. I'm learning. You got yeah, pop. You teach me. You got to like. Teach me how to pop it. Pop it out. Yeah. Maybe we'll even do twerking videos on our booty pick of the month. I mean, I can't guarantee that because I don't have that kind of. No, you can try. I I just. Yeah, I can't twerk. I I can. I don't know (laughs) if we need to have this in the podcast. I can twerk in a very specific way. Mm. (laughs) Um, Wink. But it's not something that we should be selling through our podcast. It's something I would sell. In a different place. I see. Well, you will get something that involves butts if you join that tier. You will also find our website. Uh, the most important bit is the cryptid Cupid submission form. If you wrote something like Jake or find something, send it our way. Yeah. We want to read it, especially if it's funny. We like those. But yep. we also like horny stuff, too. We're, yeah. Give us some goodies. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. mix of both, you know. And all the social media stuff. We try our best to be on there, but we're not always uh, on there. It's okay. It's a hard world out there it for, sure is. for also, working folks like us. For being on social media. Not in the general. funnest not place great. to be all the time. Not good. But we're trying to stay in communication with people because yeah. we want fans to be able to communicate with us. Um, yeah. yeah. Please do. Yeah, come talk to Give us. Give us a reason to be yeah. on these hell sites, yeah. please. But it, it does make mean it so that, much better. that our, our Patreon and our, our website, they tend to be the best Mm. Yeah, for sure. Because we can put a lot more content on there without mm. having to look at other things. Yeah, yeah. the things yeah. that hurt our feelings. Yeah, I don't like my feelings hurt. Please don't. Tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your mom. Tell your dog about our episodes, our podcasts. Review us. You know, uh, that's always really a great way to support us. Help us get up, get them stars. Give us a dick rating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think that's all the things. Do we, do we want to start doing dick ratings on this show? I would love to do dick ratings. Huh. We'll talk about it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> not, as- well, I don't know. I don't know, if I I don't know podcast rules on mm. soliciting, and that I might see. qualify as some form of soliciting. Mm. Oh, okay, I get so it. So we probably can't do that. Oh, okay. Well, fair. Wink. <laughs> no, Joyce, you're not supposed to say it out loud. Sorry. <laughs> it's an audio medium. They didn't know. I mean, not wink. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's all the things. Watch them, shadow sweeties. Stay horny, babes.
Do you like my balloon juice, Franchie? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Mon amour. <laughs>